Welcome to the Garage Gym Experiment podcast, where we dive deep into the home gym scene. Each week, we put out Sunday surveys where you tell us your thoughts on products, builds, and all things home gym related. We're here to break down the numbers and to talk shop. So thanks for listening, and let's get started. Hey, everyone, and welcome back. This is the Garage Gym Experiment podcast. I am Jake, and we are Adamless tonight. However, we do have Ashton back from Freedom Fitness Equipment. Ashton, what's going on, man? Hey, how's it going, Jake? Good to see you. We'll do a Q&A interview with you in part two, but we are going to start off with some survey results. This week, we are going to discuss the Oxalis yoke level of interest. I'm not sure if I pronounced that right or not. <laughs> Where are you buying a barbell, bench, rack, and dumbbells? Which strength machines are you most interested in? Plate-loaded and selectorized versions. We'll see the difference. What types of dumbbells are best for your space and budget? So hex, adjustable, loadable, etc. And then lastly, which strength slash fitness sport do you associate with at all or the most? So let's get going. So number one, Oxalis yoke level of interest. Mm. Rep released this last week as one of their 2022 releases. And we simply wanted to see what was the level of interest to somewhat of a surprise. I would say about 72% voted low interest, 9% high, 16% medium, and then about 4% were neutral. And then we also asked if people would consider this their primary rack. And I think this is really what helps showcase why the voting was low along with a few other reasons, but only 17% said they'd consider this as their primary rack. So most people in the home gym, they're not going to have two racks. Yep. And I think if you already have a power rack or something like that, you're probably not interested in this yoke. It is a beautiful yoke. It has quite a bit of features that make it Probably the most versatile on the market, but it is a little bit pricier than I think what people expected. That's my analysis. Ashton, do you have anything to add to that? So um, I should have looked this up before we started, but what's that thing connecting everything at the bottom with the rod sticking out of it? It's like a handle. If you look closer, there's two handles that you can, can oh. lift with. Yep. And then also it's holding the rods that you push as like a sled. It's loaded. It starts like the basic yokes starts at around 850. And in the picture you can see, uh, I believe that's as fully loaded as it gets. That's closer to like 1450. I don't know that that's too bad a price point for a yoke like that. I don't remember if it's you or somebody else that mentioned that most people who go with the yoke setup end up going with a rack later on to regret the yoke if they're if they're also using it as like a half rack or a full rack setup so i'm interested to see what kind of longevity we'll have but i am noticing a ton more companies going towards the strongman equipment which is exciting because i think it's more versatile and also more common sense like you can just pick up strongman implements and do whatever in your backyard more easily than you can with all the the barbell equipment i guess but yeah i like it it looks cool i think it's not a bad price point it seems expensive but it's like strongman stuff can be 
So I think it was just one of those things where people saw the price and they were hoping it would be a lot less. Mm. That starting price is a little bit higher than someone just adding something to their space, I think. Yeah. I did use a yoke as my primary rack for a while. I had the Bells of Steel one. It was hmm. nowhere near as as loaded up as this one. It wasn't even as bulky, but it was really nice to have with the storage on the bottom. Uh, you could move it easily around. It was a little bit taller than you could fit it in my garage, but to get it out of the garage, you had to like lean it. Oh. Um, so the garage doors took up too much of the height. So I never really found myself utilizing it as a yoke. It was more stable than squat stands. I think more people should consider something like this as their primary rack. Yeah. And it would do them just fine. I'm with you. I especially like the the thing that's different about this one compared to like a regular half rack or even a um, like a set of squat stands is I like the the weight storage on both sides of this because it is a yoke and you need to balance it out. But it actually provides better stability for the rack setup in general, especially if you've got it loaded with like mumper plates. Um, we sell some light duty squat racks that have storage, but it's just in the back and it does lend itself to a little bit of unstableness. Um, a little more stability because of those, but if they were on the front as well, that would be really nice. So uh, yeah, I mean, that, that setup seems like it would work really well if you're just doing a standalone thing. Plus it does like, it's got like a hex trap bar basically integrated with the, the entire thing, which is kind of cool. Yeah. If you watch their videos, there's pretty much an infinite amount of things you can do in, <laughs> in regards to like using it as a sled or a yoke. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's loaded up. Yeah, we'll see how this does for rep. Based off the data, it seems like it's a niche product, but maybe if more people realize that a yoke would really do well as a as a standalone rack in their home, maybe th some of their minds are changed. Yeah. Next, uh, this was a repeat question that we asked back from October of 2021, and it's simply, where are you buying your barbell? bench, dumbbells, and then rack. We did actually didn't ask about rack in this format last year. So that one is new. We used the big three companies and then other. So Rogue, Rep, Titan, and then other. So we basically asked, where are you buying? Listed these companies and did the four products. So Barbell was dominated by Rogue. 71% chose Rogue Barbells. Racks were also pretty much dominated by Rogue. They were just under half at 49%. Rep was in second with racks for 22%, but over twice the amount of votes for Rogue there. In terms of dumbbells, Other was the winner. So <laughs> of the big three companies, Rep had the most votes there, but Other received 48%. So there I'm thinking, you know, if you're buying dumbbells, Dumbbells are pretty much dumbbells. Yeah. Rep has a little bit of a unique dumbbell with the straight knurled as compared to the other two companies here. But most people, it's not too big of a difference. They're just going to probably buy the cheapest one they can find, and you'll likely find it in the used marketplace, uh, at Walmart, you know, any anywhere selling dumbbells. They're pretty much the same. I've never personally bought a hex dumbbell and been like, that was terrible. So, <laughs> um, you know, it's pretty. they're pretty much the same. Yeah. In terms of bench, rep received just under half with 49% of the votes. Rogue was in second with 28%. I think it's, we should mention that Titan came in last in all of these categories. Mm. Let me just ask you this. When looking at this uh, chart, 
It's kind of intense, but maybe after I broke it down, it was a little bit easier mm -hmm. to understand. Was there anything here that caught your eye? This all makes sense in my head. When I saw the dumbbells, I immediately thought Walmart and Amazon is where people are purchasing dumbbells. I've got folks coming in all the time for rubber hex dumbbells, and I tell them the same thing I would tell anybody else. Purchase the cheapest rubber hex dumbbells. They're all made in the same factory in China or the same factories in China. Uh, you're not going to find a difference. I know True Grit has this thing about we dropped a dumbbell from like a thousand feet and it, you know, it was fine, but I don't buy it. I'm sorry. I think you can do that with anything. It's probably going to stand up just as well. And nobody's dropping a dumbbell from a thousand feet anyway. So I don't care. I have a, I have a huge crush on the rep fitness straight handle and any pro style dumbbells, but that's personal preference. I think for most people, that's exactly why you're seeing the other there. The thing that really bums me out is, and I, I don't know if this is going to change at all. Like rogue is just dominating the barbell market. Every top 10 list, every recommendation is always going to be a, a rogue barbell and it, don't get me wrong fantastic products but as i'm getting more and more into distribute distribution all this stuff i'm finding players like solid bar power place products who used to actually make barbells for rogue they're just as good if not better in fact they've got features that i think rogue is missing out on and rep i think the only reason why they're big in the home gym space of the benches i think the only reason why titan is lagging behind on even stuff like benches and racks. On the benches, I think they're going to go up once they start introducing grip vinyl, which, by the way, I don't know about you, Jake, but I don't know why everybody in the market is not already doing grip vinyl on every single freaking bench. I know the Titan's starting to do that, but, like, really, guys? Like, we're – get on it. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of sliding off my bench, frankly. Um, yeah. But I think those numbers are going to go up once Titan introduces that. I'm just – I'm still surprised that they're – Titan – Titan is making a good product now, and um, I think the only reason they're lagging behind stuff like benches is maybe because of features. I don't know. Uh, it's a bummer. Yeah, I think they're also going against Rogue and Rep, which is as tough as it gets like within the home gym space. But yeah, Titan is... I think they're, they're going to make some waves this year, just like mm -hmm. based off of the, the products they've kind of teased and... You know, I think just overall that they're trending upwards in terms of quality and people's satisfaction. Yeah. I think their prices are getting higher as with everybody's. So they're not like clear in a way the cheapest in certain things. I definitely think Titan's going up, but just maybe not as fast as a pace as rep. Yeah. Let's actually talk about this trending data. As I mentioned, we did this last October too. So we have about eight months of comparison data. So let's first start with barbell changes. This one was pretty much the closest. So Rogue dropped from 73 to 71. Rep rose from about 5% to 7%. Titan went from 8% to about 5%. And then other 14 to 18%. So not a ton of change. Rogue dominated last April as well. Moving on to... Benches. This one, uh, the order did change uh, from last October. So Rogue was the relative easy winner last time with 42% of the votes. They dropped all the way down to uh, about 27.5%. Rep, as I mentioned, new number one went from 36% to uh, about 49%. So I was shocked that Rogue won this one last time. And I guess somewhat surprised that it shifted in the last eight months. So I guess the rep brand of benches did kind of 
stay consistent over the last eight years. I don't, or eight months. I don't think they've really added too much. I want to say Rogue came out with a new one in between and, you know, it was just kind of priced out. It was too much for most home gym owners. So they that didn't AB3 really is, I've, I've used the AB3 at, a, at another private gym. It is nice. It is nice, but so are the rep benches for half the price. Yeah, it's um, true. You know, <laughs> you know, the AB3 might be a nine, whereas the rep benches are eights for half the price. Yep. Yeah, I just think that rep is the easy choice for benches for most people when it comes to the home gym. I don't think I've ever said this about a bench, but the rogue bench was actually too heavy. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Next up, dumbbell changes. So this was another one where we saw rogue drop. They went from second place down to third, but went from 31% to 19%, which is a 39% change. Rep went up about 6%, Titan down 18%, and then Other was up 35%. So they went from 36% to about 48%. So I think more people are just understanding that, you know, dumbbell is kind of a dumbbell. All right, let's move on to a new topic. So we tried to choose the four most popular, and you, you might disagree with the list that we chose, but, you know, we only can choose four from uh, Instagram on the Instagram stories. So we chose four and uh, have just kind of kept it the last few times. But we asked, which strength machine are you most interested in between functional trainer, lat pull down, belt squat, and then a leg curl slash extension? And then we broke it out in between selectorized and then plate loaded. The functional trainer was the top selectorized choice with about 37% of the votes, but then it also came in last for the plate loaded option. So if you're going functional trainer, most people seem to want to go all out with the selectorized option rather than loading both sides with plates. Uh, the lap pull down one was the most consistent between the two. So it was the top plate loaded option. About 33% voted it that way. And then it was number two rated for selectorized at about 30%. And then belt squat came in third for selectorized, even though there's no selectorized option out there to my understanding. <laughs> and then a uh, leg curl slash extension. I think the belt squat's more like in a dream world. That'd be awesome. Mm. The last place was leg curl slash extension. That was the number two voted one for uh, the plate loaded option though. So don't they have, um, I feel like I've seen this in a, at least one commercial gym Metroflex in Arlington, I thought had a plate loaded belt squat. Don't they, the ones that I've seen, maybe I'm not thinking of the right belt squat. That's the one where it's it, the, the cable goes straight down between your legs when you're squatting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. So I believe the one in Arlington, Texas at the Metro at Ronnie Coleman's gym is, is plate loaded and they were loading up. Like, yeah. Ridiculous amounts of weight. They're all plate loaded. Oh, sorry. I thought you said selectorized. Never mind. My bad. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no problem. Yep. So like I mentioned, this was a repeat question. We did this last September. Overall, it was relatively the same, except we did see the functional trainer slide the most in terms of the plate loaded. Um, huh. But are you uh, shocked at anything you saw here? 
Yeah, I mean, not really. I, I, I'm, the leg curl, leg extension stuff, I mean, I don't know about you, but it never seems like there's enough weight on those things. So the plate, I'm surprised the plate loaded actually isn't a little bit more popular, um, more like the, the difference but in the functional trainer. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know anybody who really – functional trainers, to me, are more efficient as a selectorized stack. Have you seen any – I, I don't think I've seen it yet, but have you seen any one-to-one cable pulley ratios on a functional trainer? I've seen a lot on a lap pulldown, but not on a functional yet. I know, like, the, the Force USA G20 has a one-to-one ratio. Oh, nice. Okay. But that's, like, a, an all-in-one. But no, unless it's plate-loaded. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I would like to see a company come out with a, or more companies come out with a one-to-one and a one-to-two instead of a one-to-two and a one-to-four. I just don't think that makes much sense. But, um, cause I get, I mean, on a 165 pound stack, which is most of these things, or maybe 200 pounds that your weight is nothing at a one-to-four. So I don't know why they keep doing that, but who am I? Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> like there are definitely some some brands that release functional trainers. I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like, like you mentioned, they have like the four to one ratio and it's like 280 stack. Yeah. I think they're just behind the times still probably just doing what worked from 10 years ago or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not sure. But anyways, functional trainer and then the lap pull down, those are kind of the, the top ones that we've seen in those two categories for a while now. So yeah. On the functional trainer, just real quick, uh, we just got in some of those from Bells of Steel. And I, I was a little skeptical because I, I figure, you know, functional trainers might be a dime a dozen, but I was really impressed with um some of the like upgrades they do just for the basic thing, like the aluminum pulleys, the multi-grip pull-up bar. It is super smooth, dude. I don't know if you've tried it out, but um and I know other companies like Force USA probably make a similar product, but um they've done some really nice small things that I really appreciate with their systems. And honestly, I like what Bells of Steel is doing overall, but I feel like those systems could almost be used. They, they, they say they're like for more like home gym, personal training studio, but they could almost be used in a commercial gym. They're a little bit more light duty, but like with the upgrades that are on them, I feel like they'd last a long heck of a long time in a commercial setting. So I'll just put that as a plug for Bells of Steel. Cause I like what they've got going on. Yeah, I'm a big fan of their belt squat too. So nice. Yeah, we'll see what else they come out with. Yeah, but they've released the four cable towers as well. I would love to try those soon too. So to you know, test what you just said. All right. Next up, what type of dumbbell is best for your home gym space and budget combination? So we asked between traditional hex, adjustable, loadable, and then other, if you can think of something. But traditional hex dumbbells were the top choice with about 46% of the votes. Adjustable dumbbells, 39%. Loadable, quite a bit back with about 11%. And then other was at 5%. Overall, these results didn't change like much at all from last September when we did ask about this. So I do personally think that my mind has changed, though. Oh. And I think maybe just partly with my workouts changing, but if I could only have one and I was building my home gym out again, I think I would go with adjustable dumbbells over traditional hex. I find myself using them quite a bit more than I thought. 
Interesting. I think I'd go with that just just because of the space saving, not necessarily because they save a, too much money because they are quite of a bit of an upfront cost while you can just like kind of buy one pair of hex dumbbells at a time and build from there. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I could, I would do uh, just a set of adjustable dumbbells. What about you? I, I know you sell quite a bit of hex dumbbells. Um, yeah. yeah. I think I'm with you up to 50 pounds. Um, so in my experience, uh, normally people come into the shop and they'll buy the adjustables if they're just starting out. Uh, that's my recommendation. If you're just starting out, just go with the adjustables. It saves you space, saves you money. You don't have to spend thousands of dollars. And then people will go for the full hex set. Sometimes they do that out of the gate, but the the adjustables, especially like the spin lock ones, are always a big hit uh, if they're just starting a home gym. I will yeah. say going up to 50 pounds, I'm with you. I could totally, I've been work actually working out with a buddy of mine using power blocks and I actually really like them when it get, the problem is once you get to like 55 plus, especially like getting heavy, like 75, 90, I, I just need to drop those. Got it. I mean, yeah. And for me, rubber hex, I mean, I'm, I'm going to destroy an adjustable set at some point if, even if it has a rubber floor, I don't care if it's power block or, or whatever it is. But, um, you know, I think that Newell Bell is like pretty fragile, but even power block or Iron Master or it just becomes a super big pain once it gets super heavy to switch all that stuff out, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, for up to 50, I'm with you all, all day. Yeah, that's a good point about dropping them too. Yeah. All right. A few more. So which fitness slash strength sport do you associate yourself with, if any? So we went down the list all the way from powerlifter to strongman, and I'll read off the results. So you simply had to say yes or no when asked if you associated yourself with this fitness or strength sport, whatever you want to call them. But 51% said none. So they're just into general fitness or, or whatever, answering these surveys. I would fall under that category. I don't really consider myself any of these. The number one strength sport, though, was powerlifting with 27% saying yes, 22% bodybuilders saying yes, 18% crossfitters, runner slash OCR racer or obstacle course racer, 11% Olympic weightlifter all the way down with 9%. And then the last one was strongman at 7%. And I think that 7% might match the first slide. Did it? Was it 7% high interest for the yoke? Oh, you know what? I think was it was. It? I think it was. That's funny. And then kind of funny, I was, I was actually thinking of survey ideas, and I found the first ever Sunday survey, ah. uh, which was way back in April of 2019. And I was just going to replicate the whole thing. But there were some questions that just weren't, weren't good. You know, <laughs> it's improved a little bit. And, um, but we did ask the, this set of questions for powerlifters, mm-hmm. crossfitters and Olympic weightlifters. So back in April of 2019, uh, so CrossFit was the top at 32%. And last slide, you can see it's in the teens. Powerlifting was at 23%. That was up a little bit from this last time at, I think 27% we said, and then 15% Olympic weightlifter. So that's down as well. Yeah. And honestly, all of that really makes sense. I've said this before on the podcast. I don't really know if it's 
the sport going down or if it's just the audience changing. I, I think it's more likely the audience changing um, in terms of who's answering these questions. But, you know, that's just, this is just kind of interesting. But do you have any thoughts on this yeah. list here? Um, so are you surprised by anything? I have a prediction and a comment. Powerlifting is going to stay up there. Strongman's going to rocket to second or third. Bodybuilding is always going to be hanging out. CrossFit, I, I've talked to the guy who runs the Make Wads Great Again account, and his opinion that is that Rogue, as long as Rogue continues to expand, CrossFit will continue to expand. I don't buy it. I'm sorry, man. I, I love you, but I don't buy it. Um, I think CrossFit is dying. I really do. Um, and I mean to, no disrespect to CrossFit, but I think the toll it takes on people's bodies, the bad rap it's gotten for form, and the fact that they're starting, there's so many changes that are, that have negatively affected the community as of lately, both political as well as like, um, just in a, in a, in terms of PR, I could be totally wrong about this, but I think they're going to be bottom tier at the, in a few years. Um, maybe it'll take longer than that, but that's my prediction. Yeah. I mean, again, that's, it's one of those things that we probably won't be able to tell with these surveys because a lot of it is just audience changing. Yeah. But I mean, that's, that's how it's trended since for a while now, at least the yeah. last couple of years, you know, it's a little bit less interest each time and powerlifting rising a little bit. I mean, I can definitely see something replacing CrossFit though. Yes, something for sure. A little bit, you know, yeah. so. I, yeah, I well, don't know. I, th I think strongman's going to fill that void, but uh, you know, what other strength sport will come in to, to do that. I, I really can't see anything right now. Um, but yeah, I, I believe you're right. There's going to be a whole new category. We haven't even thought of on this list. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, I, I would agree with you. I think strongman definitely seems like talking to Kurt, he made one of the best points I think I've heard on this podcast was just strongman is functional fitness. Like yep. sure. There's a lot of other sports that claim that they're the they're the sport of functional fitness but like honestly with with strongman you're like lifting stuff that you would actually somewhat do in real life so i think i think more people are going to get into it um yeah we'll i mean we'll see i'm with you that's going to do it for the surveys and just to do a quick recap so we saw that there was not a ton of interest in the new yoke from rep it seems like it's a relatively niche product and uh, it's a little pricier than most people want to see. It's likely that someone would buy their barbell and rack from Rogue, bench from Rep, and then dumbbells from another company outside of Rogue, Titan, or Rep. In terms of uh, changes in popularity we've seen for that list of equipment, Rep made the biggest stride in terms of bench and then other companies for dumbbells. The top selectorized strength machine is the functional trainer. And then the top one for plate loaded is lat pull down. So that's what most people are interested in. What dumbbells are you going to choose? Most likely it's going to be traditional hex or adjustable dumbbells, but the uh, traditional hex dumbbells are still more the, the top choice for most. And then lastly, about half don't associate themselves with any strength or fitness sport. For those that do, powerlifting is the top. So that's going to do it for this edition of the survey recap.